0: Welcome! You're listening to the Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel Danovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into the conversation. It's so nice to have you here, and I want to let you know that I appreciate your listening air. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, I know you could be anywhere else in the world right now, doing anything else in the world, and you're investing your time listening to me. I get that, and I appreciate it. Thank you. So as you may know, I'm a hypnotist and a linguist. I've been studying hypnosis for over 40 years, and in this episode, I want to share some words with you, some words that impact your other than conscious mind, your subconscious mind sometimes in a positive way, and sometimes in a not-so-positive way. Did you notice that I didn't say negative way? See, when you frame it in a not-so-positive way, it sounds like I'm addressing a negative. Yet, the brain hears in a positive way and a positive way. Because the brain cannot conceptualize, the other-than-conscious mind cannot conceptualize of a negative. And I know I said the, the subconscious mind and the other than conscious mind, but you can also say that, that the universe does not hear the negative of something. Wherever your focus is, whether you don't want to focus at it or you do, you're still focusing on it. I often say, don't think of a little blue bunny with cherub wings flying around the ceiling. Don't think about it. And you know, it's funny. The more you're not thinking about it, now there's two blue bunnies flying around the ceiling. With little cherubinks, don't think about them. You see, in order for your mind to make sense of what I said or even the things you say to yourself, it has to imagine doing it or thinking about it and then trying not to think about it. So when you're offering up suggestions to yourself or things to think about, self talk, make sure that you state it in the positive. Talk about what you do want to happen, talk about the behavior you do want to see and place in the world. If you happen to use a contraction, use it In a positive aspect, like don't have any more fun than you can possibly stand. As you're falling asleep tonight, when your head hits the pillow, don't fall asleep too fast. Take your time and go at your own pace. My wife and I, my wife Kimberly and I, we sometimes watch this show called uh, Naked and Afraid. And if you're not familiar with it, the premise is basically there's a man and a woman uh, that they transport to a secluded area, such as the, the rainforest or the savannah in Africa, and they truck them each in separately. And when they arrive at their destination, they have to give up all their clothes and leave them with the truck. And then they traipse through and they meet each other for the first time, usually awkward. But then they get, they get a, a map, a, a knife, and a fire starter, and maybe a pot to boil water in. They have very little resources, and their job is to live off the land for 21 to 60 days. And I like watching it just to watch people's mindset. What do they say to themselves? Do they psych themselves out? Do they, you know, how do they rise up to the challenge? Because at any given moment during the challenge, you have the ability to tap out, to, to leave. And oftentimes, you'll leave your partner. And sometimes when they tap out, it's understandable because the conditions are brutal. There's bugs and bug bites, extremely cold. Sometimes they don't eat for days and you know they go without water or at least good tasting water. And it's miserable. But... I love how people frame it, how they talk to themselves about the conditions on whether or not they make it all to the end. And lately there's been these men that go in with all this bravado and then they focus on all the negative aspects of things going on. They're actually complaining all the time. They're, they're whiners and they end up tapping out and they leave the women out there by themselves which they end up making it all the way, and they make the man look like a stooge, like a wimp. But you can literally see who's going to make it and who isn't based on their self-talk. When they focus on the things that they don't like, those things amplify. It's law of attraction. And as a consequence, they end up having a more difficult time finding food or gathering resources. The people that are positive, upbeat, You know, I'm here for the duration. I don't care what comes up. I'm going to get through this. They end up having these amazing finds. You know, last moment, animals pop up, a snake or something that they can eat. Well, I kind of digress. I really wanted to talk about, like, this is a perfect storm here. To look at people's behaviors and where they're focusing and, as a consequence, how they're feeling about the whole experience. Because there's nothing glamorous about this. It's all a test of will. It's all a test of endurance. Well, one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is the I remember a guy just recently said, there's no way I'm going to tap out. Now, when you picture that, when you picture what he said, when you just frame that in your mind, the only thing I see is him tapping out. And... He tapped out after four days. And the woman left and she was there for 21 days and survived and thrived without him. The other thing I'm going to suggest you do when talking to your other than conscious mind or framing things for yourself is drop the word, try. Now, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you all know that Yoda said, there is no try, either do or do not. There is no try. And you hear people say it, I'm going to try my best. Well, you know what that implies. The other than conscious mind here is try, and it implies failure. For instance, if I said today I tried to clean my office, what comes to mind? It sounds like I didn't do it, right? Well, <laughs> I didn't. If I say I'm going to try and clean my garage, what kind of result can you expect from me? You got it. So drop the word Try. And just speak how you're going to come across, how you're going to be, I'm going to do my best. I am going to make it to the end. And it also helps when you say it to add the emphasis to it, put the emotion behind it, say it like you mean it. I'm going to make it to the end. And so one test on whether or not something's impacting your other than conscious mind or in what manner is something impacting your other than conscious mind is Tap in and become aware of what images are floating around in your head as you say what you're saying. Now, next, I'm going to combine the first two lessons here and talk about remembering stuff. I hear this all the time, so I know it's pervasive in our culture. I don't know if it's pervasive worldwide, But many times when you're doling out instructions to your children or to someone else, you'll put the tagline on there, don't forget. And remember, the mind cannot conceive of a negative. So the command there is to forget, which is the thing that you don't want to happen. Now, my wife has been living with a hypnotist, me, for a long time now. She's heard me say this or talk about this a lot. Yet sometimes she'll still say to me, don't let me forget. And I said, okay, I'll help you remember. And I'm sure you'll remember. In fact, just try and forget. The more you try and forget it, the more you're going to remember. Can you hear the hypnosis in there? Now, you'll never hear me talk about forgetting anything. I have a steel trap mind. I remember virtually everything I put in my head. In fact, I remember things most people consider easy to forget. I just naturally remember them because I program my mind to remember things. The next thing I want to talk about is something that's referred to in linguistics as a universal quantifier. People use them and say things like always, never, every time. You know, this always happens to me. This never works out for me. Which, when you say that to yourself, ends up being a hypnotic suggestion. Because the truth is, it doesn't always happen. It doesn't happen every time. So the thing that I suggest you say, if you catch yourself using that universal quantifier, is to insert the word sometimes. It sometimes doesn't work out for me. Sometimes I don't get what I want. (laughs) It just sounds like the human experience, right? So if you catch yourself utilizing one of these universal quantifiers on the negative side of the coin, just substitute sometimes or now and again, it doesn't work out for me. It takes all the energy out of that statement. So what I just talked about is addressing the negative side of the equation, the flip side of the coin. Now you can utilize it as a suggestion to amplify the positive aspects that you want. By saying the universe always supports me. The universe always has my back. I love how in the end I always get what I want. You see, even though you can find an exception somewhere in there, by telling yourself it always works out for you, you'll always get the support you need, it always works out for you in the end, you always get what you want, that is a self-fulfilling prophecy. That is a suggestion to your other than conscious mind. So, you Even though you can find an exception somewhere in there, you end up having the experience that life is always working out for you. So let's talk about finding an exception to those universal quantifiers when it's the negative side of the equation and it's not working out for you. You know, when you're using it never works out for me or every time I get the short end of the stick or however you use it. It occurs as a negative belief, and oftentimes it's pervasive and persistent in your experience. You say it, <clears throat> you say it because that actually happens to be your experience, at least the way you observe it. It seems like it's not the truth. So the way we short circuit that program, that mental pattern, is by finding an exception. You see, if you say, it always works out this way. All you have to do is find one instance where it did work out for you and suddenly that cannot be true. In fact, that process applies to any generalized belief, negative belief that you have in place. You can search out and find one exception where that was not the case and suddenly that is no longer true in your experience. It's one way to loosen its hold on you. Because if you can create doubt on a belief that it's not true all the time, that sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't, then it's it is no longer pervasive. It's not entrenched in your psyche. That doubt is a way to lift the curse of a negative belief. Now, the next little linguistic tool you can use is best used with a loved one or your children when they offer up the excuse, I can't. I can't do that. Or I just can't. And you put the tag in there. After they say, I can't, you say yet. You can't yet. So it implies that they're not done. I've also used this when people tell me they've never done something. And I'll say, you've never done it yet. It implies that, hey, we're not done. The possibility lies in the future. And I have to tell you, I just love the way children's eyes light up when you offer up the tagline, yet. It implies that they're capable, sooner or later, they're going to achieve whatever they're attempting to do, and you believe in them. Now, I also use this with myself when I have come up against repeated failure, repeated uh, results that I didn't want. I haven't yet figured out how to make this work but I'm committed to getting a stellar result. I wonder, and I often use the word wonder and curious. I'm curious or I wonder. I wonder what I need to shift. I wonder what needs to happen in order for me to get the result I want. You see, when we use the phrase or we're caught up in the perspective that I can't, I haven't done it, it's not working, it's impossible, it's a seeming meaning that it seems like I can't, it seems like I haven't. And that occurs as a belief. Once you say it with a sense of definiteness, it's a belief that you're stuck with. And so one of the things we do to get around it is say, I wonder if I did know the thing to do, how might I go about it? I'm curious if I can figure this out. I wonder how quickly I can gather up my resources and make everything work. You see, when you say curious and wonder, you engage your other than conscious mind because your other than conscious mind, your subconscious loves a game. It loves to answer a question. And so when we tender it up as I'm curious or I wonder, it opens up possibility. And in the face of I can't, or I haven't, I haven't been able to figure it out, or it's impossible so far, when we offer up the words curious and wonder, we engage the other than conscious mind, we engage our imagination to conjure up a way around it, conjure up a way around the block, conjure up a way to fulfillment. If you're having trouble finding love, you can say, I wonder how quickly my love will come to me. I wonder how fast I can attract the person of my dreams. Staying it that way conjures up a curious predicament, does it not? You don't want love to come too fast, only as fast as you can handle it. And handle it you will. Now there's lots of linguistic techniques that we can use, many, many words that you know imply or offer up possibility to the other than conscious mind. But rather than bore you to death with all those today, I want to offer up the perspective of you watching the impact of your words. As you say the things you say, what is the image that comes up in your mind? And see, I know that you can do this. Most people aren't conscious of it. But it's you being an observer of your thoughts in the things that you say to yourself. How does it make you feel? What's the impact on your psyche? What's the impact on your emotions? Does it make you feel better? Does it offer up or expand possibility? Or is it contracting? Does it make you feel worse? You are the captain of your ship. You are the person in charge of what comes out of your mouth. You are in charge of the things that you think. You can choose your thoughts, can you not? I mean, you're the one having the thoughts, And then what aspect of your mind is actually able to bear witness and make a commentary on the things you think and the things that you do? Have you ever thought about what is that aspect of mind? Well, we can get into self-reflexive consciousness at another time. But we are one of, as far as we know, we don't know about the animal kingdom. But as far as we know, we're the only species on the planet that has the ability to offer up or be able to engage in self-reflection. Like actually look at the thoughts, look at our own consciousness from an observer point of view. That's a hell of a skill if you ask me. And it's one that I've honed over the years. And I'm asking you to become aware of your thoughts, become aware of your behavior and look at it from the context or from the the point of view of an observer, a witness, the fly on the wall. And as you do, what is the impact to your psyche, to your emotional well-being, and your life. What kind of results are you getting based on the things you're saying to yourself? Now, I don't know if you've never not thought about this before, but now that you've heard this in this episode, you will never not take responsibility for the words that come out of your mouth or that you say in your mind. You'll get to your bones that you are responsible, 100% responsible for your life. Now, Immediately comes into mind, I've seen psychologists on the TV, they say it's dangerous for people to be told that they're 100% responsible for their life, and I just want to whip these guys with a wet noodle, because, you know, they're basically saying, then people, they'll feel blame, you know, they'll feel bad and guilty for the things they've created in their life. No, it, it empowers you. If you know you're responsible, if you if you walk in the mud and you know that you put yourself there, then you can walk your way out of it. But if you find yourself in mud because you walked into it and you're told it's not really your fault, you know, you had bad shoes or you're never taught to avoid mud. Well, it, it's not fun to stand in mud in your nice shoes. So if you walk in, then you can walk out. You see, you're empowered knowing that you're 100% responsible for your thoughts, your words, your actions, my friend, it empowers you. You can create anything from here. Who cares where you've been? It's just a a result of past thinking, past choices. And if they didn't work out, they didn't work out. Your point of power is now. And you, my friend, are more powerful than you've been told. You're more powerful than you know. If you don't believe me, Just find out for yourself and see just how powerful you are. Now, I don't know if you caught it, but there was a lot of negatives in there, a lot of double negatives. And so your brain, your other than conscious mind didn't catch any of that. It only heard the the possibility. It only heard how much of a badass you are. So rest assured that it's a done deal. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure.